0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Health Law Talk presented by Shahardi Sherman Williams. Before we get started, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube linked in the description below. We hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of Health Law Talk at Shehardi Sherman-Williams. In the studio today, we have uh, Conrad Meyer, myself, and Rory Bolina.
0: Good morning, everyone.
1: And today, we actually have a really good, interesting topic that's very timely, and it it talks about uh, HIPAA. Uh, PHI, your privacy protections in in the, I guess, the now era of vaccine mandates show your vaccine card uh, to get access. So what are your rights, what are your individual rights, and what are the issues that are going forward now that we have many cities, including our own here in New Orleans, who are now requiring vaccine mandate cards for entry to public and private businesses? Roy, what do you think about that?
0: Sure. So just a little bit of background. We're now in mid-August mid, mid August on the date of recording of this episode. And like you mentioned, New Orleans and a few other big cities are now mandating um, proof of vaccination or a negative test to get into a certain establishments or at least starting the vaccination. And um, I've been getting a lot of questions. I know we've gotten questions and we've addressed this on a previous podcast on, you know, can you mandate your employees to do that? But I think it's important to revisit this topic um, now that it's it's spreading outside of the employment realm and now into businesses that you might want to go to, a bar or a restaurant, a gym. Um, what are your rights? Is is your vaccination card considered PHI? Is it a violation of HIPAA if your em- employer tells you? Um, Customers or, you know, faculty members or other parents that their whole staff is vaccinated. So these are the popular questions that that I'm hearing and that I'm getting. I'm sure you're getting the same. So Mm -hmm. we thought this was a very timely thing to discuss. So I think that how I would like to start this is let's talking about, you know, a, a very brief introduction of what is PHI and what's HIPAA because those seem to be the two terms that everyone's throwing out there right now, and everyone is an expert <laughs> on what it is. So right, I right. think we should just give a brief little summary, and it's a, those are very technical terms, and we could spend a whole How many
1: times have you heard someone say, that's HIPAA? You, yeah, You
0: you you just violate and you're like, wait a minute, that's that's really not that's HIPAA. That's not, that's not. And, and we could spend a separate episodes on PHI and on HIPAA and, and your rights and everything, but I think um, let's give our listeners just a little Sure. A little snippet of we'll start with with with, with PHI and then we're going to work that into the vaccinations. So,
1: so PHI, uh, personal uh, health information um, or protected health information, uh, is is a is a paramount part of HIPAA. And basically, it's 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 your identifiable information. Now, what that means is uh, that could be any information that can be used to identify you as an individual. Correct. And so, it, it, interestingly. Um HIPAA has a lot of provisions with regards to de-identifying information, minimum necessary, things like that that we can talk about if we want. And, uh, but so any, any record, anything like that that can identify an individual would be considered mm-hmm. PHI.
0: And we could talk just for examples for our listeners. That would be think of when you go to the doctor and they ask you to step on the scale or they take your blood pressure or they do an x-ray of your, of your broken arm all of that would fall under this category of PHI
1: or or anything that could be used and reorganized right that would Easily identify the individual. So some people go on Facebook, social media, and they say, well, this patient on this day went to this doctor and this happened. Well, if someone happened to know, well, I know Sweet Sue went on that day to see that doctor. Well, then suddenly, have you violated HIPAA because someone was able to reconfigure the information to identify the individual?
0: Right right now so it 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 can be very it can it can expand and be very broad broad, right so the the definition of phi there are some things that are phi and there are some things that aren't so Mm -hmm. let's just jump in right to it is or your vaccine or your vaccination records phi records or the card you get like when i go
1: to walgreens
0: you get a card right let's say both
1: I think I think the vaccine card is pH. It's got your name on it.
0: It does, and it says the the the, the vial, the date, date, which vaccine you got. Correct. So, so I would think that to answer our, my own question. I think that card that most of us have those c d c little three by four cards, I think that will be considered p h i
1: interestingly, and I know you've seen this too i have seen people take pictures of themselves with their cards right right on Facebook or on, i'm I'm proud of my card, and you know what good for them, but but they don't do they realize that hey, I'm flashing my p h i to the world correct
0: and they and they might not and and that's that's that could be another episode, but right exactly <laughs> right. so. Vaccination records and those cards. We both agree. Agree. Yes, that is PHI. So let's go to step two. Okay. Brief overview, HIPAA for our listeners. Let's give a broad um, but brief because, like I said, we could spend a whole episode on what is HIPAA. So let's talk about mm-hmm. what is HIPAA in, in, in a summary.
1: In, in a summary, I mean, you know, when you say that, we are talking about just the – because HIPAA is broken down to security, administrative, privacy. Correct. Regulations, so we're talking about some of the privacy. I'm assuming. The pri-
0: I think we should focus on the privacy part. I think the security part we could we could get into a little bit more technical. But but yeah, I think the privacy part is what most people are are. are okay, so, with. so
1: basically, HIPAA provides that your your privacy rights for your PHI um, uh, sh- can be disclosed through some exceptions uh, without your authorization.
0: And those are common for if it's an emergency situation. Correct. Mental health is a big one. Um, court orders is another big one for law enforcement reasons. There right. are exceptions to are exceptions get to, that. to get uh, people's and medical. Records. And then
1: physicians can use commonly PHI for treatment payment operations to be able to do that. So Correct billing a GPO exception. I call that sure uh, for that. And the, but then there's other issues where PHI you are required to have an authorization or a court order in order to release PHI. So, and there's a whole bunch of regulations for that. You know, yes. You know, uh, so, like for example, um, uh, you need an authorization to get a copy of your medical records. Right. You need that. So, that that's an example of when an authorization is required. So, HIPAA lays out, the privacy portion of it lays out when an authorization is needed, when it's not needed and some of the ways that PHI can be used.
0: And it talks about the security requirements that providers have to have in place and, and what happens if those are breached. So, so well, I think we've given our listeners kind of a good background on what is PHI. The and, fifty thousand foot view. Yes, very high up. We could we could spend you know hours talking about it. We
1: could do this. a five part more series <laughs> on HIPAA and high tech. And I
0: love I love HIPAA and PHI. But I think let's just jump right into what are we hearing the most and what's popular right now. We're in mid to late August 2021 as of the date of recording in this episode. So right. Let's talk about well, let's talk about the requirement and, and I know we've talked about this in a previous episode, but but I just want to recap for listeners that might not have listened to it. your employer says you must get the vaccination right, or you're terminated. They can do it. yes, I agree, I agree. reasonings that they can do it, though <laughs>
1: excuse me I think we're an employment at will state, correct, so we can decide um, hiring and firing when we want to,
0: right. Right.
1: No need to for a contract.
0: Yeah, and and I think the big thing, I think the big thing <laughs> is that you have different you have different uh, employers that will come out and say we want to have all of our employees vaccinated, and it's a it's an operations requirement, and we need it for operational procedures. So. We're going to do it, and, and we need this done. And so they do have some justifications for it. Now, there are exemptions for religious and medical reasons. And, again, that, that could be a whole other discussion. Right. But to just to recap on, on an episode that we've discussed before, yes, you can require your employees to be vaccinated. That's an easy, that's that, an easy lead. That's an easy one, and, right. and most people have, have already addressed that. So going into let's talk about your vaccination records, if you're yeah. – employer let's say you 're in the school system, and your your someone in the faculty wants to you know promote to the parents our faculty is one hundred percent vaccinated. I think that statement alone.
1: I you, you, I think you're kind of walking that fine line. Yeah, I don't know if 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 I would say that. Uh, I, I think that would be a de-identified information because then you, you know, but then you could look at each faculty member and say, "Well, you just said John, Jill, well, right. Tom. All of them are all vaccinated,"
0: or if they don't say it. But you know, okay. Well, I know Conrad's got the vaccine, and I know this whole group has the vaccine, right? Exactly. So that teacher must not have it. So by omission, you are almost you are singling out. You are singling out information. So, right.
1: I, I mean, you know, and, and we're seeing it happen all over the place. I, I know. mean, I, I mean, I just had it happen uh, at the uh, at the two universities. I mean, at Loyola, for example, we have you know this. They've disclosed that publicly on the website mm-hmm. of the vaccination rate of the faculty, and um, and I think. Uh, um uh i I don't know if the other one did or not i'm not sure but i I know that that's sort of a talking point to let everyone know hey we're vaccinated right and so i I, do do i agree with that um from a hipaa standpoint i think it's a little bit troublesome Mm -hmm. but you know I, i can understand the argument behind that well we didn't you know, there's no PHI in that, right? You know, but just like you said, the, the HIPAA HIPAA provides that by omission or admission, uh, if you're able to re-identify someone through correct data or information, will then have you violated, right?
0: And by you you saying that your whole staff or your whole group of employees are vaccinated, you could take that group and say. Okay, now I know, I have a piece of their PHI that they were all vaccinated. But
1: it's not just HIPAA we're talking about here, too. Louisiana itself, Louisiana has its own privacy laws regarding
0: yes. your your medical information.
1: So it's not. So we have HIPAA at the federal level. We have Louisiana uh, at the state level. So and that's what. So if it doesn't fall under HIPAA, it's going to fall under Louisiana state privacy laws.
0: So. Let's take it another step further. Yeah. Uh-huh. In, in Orleans Parish, as of last Monday, it's mm-hmm. the requirement if you're going into a certain establishment that you have to show proof of a negative test, or you've started the vaccine. Correct. One of, one of the big three vaccines. So, and 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 what they're asking, you know, we'll, we'll use the restaurant as an example. They're asking the hostess when you walk in to say. Can I see your either your card or we have an app in Louisiana that you can show your vaccination status or you could show the negative test? So by doing that, is the restaurant now seeing your PHI? I would say, yes, they are. Yep. Now you're willingly, willingly, I'll use the phrase willingly, giving it to them because you're choosing to go in the establishment. So let's take these two questions. Are they allowed, is the government allowed to mandate this? It's essentially forcing a a disclosure of of your PHI. So let, let's break that down because I think there's a lot
1: of good points mm-hmm. in what you just said. So uh, the the first one was can the government mandate that the government the, the state government or the city government can and and here's the deal they they can look at it from the occupational license. So right if you don't comply with the directive from the city. Your occupational license could be revoked, and then guess what? You don't have a you don't have the right to to sell and buy goods, Correct. right? Right. So, so that's the first problem. The second problem is if you're the second to your point, can um, restaurants ask for the car? Well, remember, as an individual as as Rory right or Conrad. We have the right to disclose our own PHI. Correct. So, Correct. so think about this. Uh, so we can decide who we want to see or who we want not to see. Correct. I mean that's a bedrock kept uh, a bedrock principle of HIPAA. But when we go onto a restaurant's property, realize we're an invitee.
0: Correct. We're an invitee. We're of, not forced to be there.
1: We're not forced to be there. We're an invitee from a, from simple, you know, property ownership. You know, we're we are an invitee on that property. And if the restaurant decides to mandate that because the city mandates that, because if they don't do it, they're going to lose their occupational license or right. get fined, right? Right. Then suddenly, you know, part of the invitee responsibilities is you must show this card or this negative test. Well, then yes, you have to do it,
0: right? Now does your analysis change if it is a public building or public property?
1: Absolutely, Well, yeah. No, no it doesn't change. The same same thing. You're an invitee on the public Correct. property. If the if the state mandates that in all public areas or are, are public mm-hmm. uh, offices you must do X, then again you're an invitee on that property. If they if you're not doing what they ask you to do, well, right. then you can be escorted off the property. Right.
0: Okay. So let's continue with that analysis, okay. and, and we'll go back to the one we had b- before. If your employer says my staff is 100 percent vaccinated and you gave you, you know, your employer asked for proof. Let, let's talk about that. Can your employer ask for proof of vaccination? I know we've discussed this, you know, offline and we've discussed can they mandate the vaccine? But can your employer require you to show them proof or are they breaching HIPAA by asking for proof of vaccination. They can ask for proof. Absolutely, I believe that. I believe they, it as well.
1: They ask for proof. Show me the card. If you don't like it, you can leave. Right. I, again, employment at will. Correct. You know, you're. you're and that's can, what it goes back to. It goes back to employment at will. Um, now, the word gets hairy, a little dicey. Mm-hmm. Right? Is the uh, is if suddenly someone says, "Well, based on my religion, I do. You know, I'm unable to get the vaccine." Right. So a religious exemption, or so, a medical
0: exemption based on medical advice, I'm not getting the vaccine. Correct. So what do you do there?
1: Well, that's a that's a that's a fine line. So I think if you fire someone because of the vaccine status due to a religious exemption, you're running the risk of uh, of a, of a real of a civil right of a, of a title absolutely of, of a lawsuit. Yeah, you know, I don't know what a Title Seven or Title Nine. I, I, have, I
0: believe it would be seven.
1: Title Seven. Okay, and and. and And you really run a problem with that.
0: Right, right. Absolutely. And I think it it goes even farther when you, you know, we'll get questions from, I've got this question last week from someone who said, well, my employer said that we were all vaccinated. I gave him my vaccination status in confidence. Now my friends know because they know that I work there that I'm vaccinated and I didn't want that. So, what are my rights? So, if your employer does that, right. And 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 the question that came up on the call and and I had to explain to them how it works is to say I want to make a i want to make you know what do i do if, if i think they breached my what's, rights what's under the HIPAA? yes what's what is what is the remedy is there a private cause or right no, of action uh, that and we get that question i know you get a lot i get it a lot
1: <laughs> it is it,
0: it, 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 it literally
1: i'd say at least once a week right someone asks well can i do this and i think it's did.
0: frustrating because you naturally think this is my information i should have some sort of remedy, but, but.
1: so so. Let me ask, let me dispel the myth, right? Real simple. Yes, please. HIPAA do. does not allow for a private right of action. End of story.
0: And to break that down into into layman's terms, the, you in other are, words, you
1: can't you can't go to court and sue your whoever whoever released your PHI or your, whoever you're claiming released your PHI. Mm-hmm. You can't go to a state court or a federal court and individually sue that person or that employer or that entity. Uh, for releasing your PHI under the guise of you violated my HIPAA rights.
0: And that is a, a common question. People think that they should be able to do that, but that's not the way that, it, that HIPAA well, was set it, up. It, it,
1: well, it happens. Pe- people allege it in connection with other lawsuits and allegations uh, that their privacy was violated, and they cite HIPAA. Um, but I, but I always say, wait, that's misplaced. You, right. you should not have done that the correct way. If you really are adamant mm-hmm. about pursuing a claim, your remedy is to go to Office of Civil Rights.
0: Correct. And they have very strict procedures in place. I've worked with them on both sides. I've worked with them on behalf of entities that improperly disclosed, disclosed records. And I've right. worked with them on behalf of groups of patients who thought that their records were disclosed, their 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 but it's a whole process agencies. for but that. It's a full process, and they investigate, and they have – they're more of an administrative agency. So typically what they do is they just would place fines on the entity that – Improperly disclosed that if they find well there would be but, an
1: investigation you'd have to supply evidence into, exactly. and information
0: you'd have to, exactly. to show but as far as you know Conrad your medical records get out are you going to get a check in the mail from that from this no. entity no, no it's not set up that way and I think I think rightfully so I think it, that'd be a that'd be a. Now, now let me let me
1: just say this though I have seen in litigation where in connection with other allegations that 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 their privacy rights were violated and they, and they did some people do cite correctly the, the uh, Louisiana privacy mm-hmm. laws and, and 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 HIPAA sure and what normally happens when the case is resolved is usually sometimes you'll see or a lot of times you'll see well the the defendants or the 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 entity that did this will will offer some sort of a package of we'll do some credit monitoring for you for so many a yes. year We'll do some credit monitoring, you know, just to protect you. Yes. And then once that ends, it's over. But there's rare, never have I seen someone say, oh, I've released your PHI. Here's a check. It doesn't, no, no. no, no, Like you said,
0: in in the example that I had, it was credit monitoring. They had to have a hotline. So if you, if you call and you thought that your information was compromised, you could call them. They had to make all these public notifications. But you're right. It typically stops there. It stops. So I think we've covered, you know, just, just to recap, you know, can your employer ask for proof of vaccination? Yes. Yes, can they mandate can they mandate that you get vaccinated or they're going to reassign you to a non, you know, forward facing or customer based relationship or yes. can they fire you? Yes. Yes. All. All the. All the above. Can the city or the state mandate that you have proof of vaccination to enter into an establishment? Yes. Yes. And a private establishment. Yes. Yes. So we've addressed, and and it's happening. But but think
1: of the link, though. I mean, think of the link. They. I mean, because most private businesses would say, "No." I mean, I'm a private business. I can do what I want. Right. But the link is is the occupational.
0: That's that's the that's the carrot that they hold, and that and that's how they're, you know, having this power. So. Where, I guess, a good segue in before we wrap this up is where do we see this going? What issues do you see coming out of this? You know, I, I as of this morning today is August twentieth. Right. I heard on the morning that there is a group of businesses in Orleans Parish, and there's another group of businesses in another part of the state that and are. And look,
1: this is not just happening here; it's going all over right. the country.
0: And they're all preparing to file some sort of lawsuit against whatever agency it may be. Saying that that this is essentially discriminatory or it's an it's a violation of their rights as a as a private business owner. So mm-hmm. we don't know where this is going to go in the courts. Isn't it's all evolving daily? But but where do you see this going with what the the phrase that's being thrown out everywhere is these vaccination passports or these vaccination mandates? Is this going to be the new standard where if you want to go into at least you know for the near uh, yeah. future? Do you see this continuing expanding, or is it just so politically based that it could? It, it really depends on the state you're in.
1: That's such a that's a that's a hot question. Um, me personally, I think it's gonna, uh, even though I don't want it to. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my personal opinion, but I I, I see that uh, it's going to expand. I think so too. I think it's going to expand, and then suddenly, you know, uh, we're going to be required to show the passport where, wherever we go. It's going to it's going to box everyone, just like the ACA boxed everyone in and lost their insurance policy. Right. You right. know, they because if they were forced to basically get a new, new insurance, even right. though they said, "Oh,
0: well, you can keep it, you can but, keep it," but it has to meet, but it
1: has to meet certain standards. Right. So eventually, and so you couldn't grandfather in. Eventually, it's going to squeeze them all out. Right here, I think through the vaccine mandate in New Orleans and soon to be in your a city near you right uh, i think it's going to force unvaccinated uh people to get vaccinated i mm-hmm. think it's going to force
0: that and i think the time is 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 coming they're they're putting these procedures in place because we're getting close to full fda approval at least from what you know you know what, you, we hear. you, what we're hearing and then you know, possibly they're going to do emergency use for the, the 6 to 11 age group. So it's just going to continue. And I, I don't see this going away until, you know, we have a much higher nationwide vaccination rate. I think, like you said, it's going to continue to expound. And And, and what do you do? I mean, as a, as a consumer or as a person that has a personal medical or religious exemption, what what can you do?
1: Well, I don't. I don't know. I, I think I th- if you have a religious exemption or a medical exemption, I think there needs to be some sort of regulation or leeway for people who can, you know, accurately and validly document that.
0: And from what I'm hearing from from different clients is that if you say I have a religious exemption or a medical exemption, they ask you to document it, but then they're still going to require testing to get in. So I think that is the, and it's almost a. I don't want to call it a punishment, but, you know, if you're claiming one of these exemptions, they're going to say, okay, well, you can come into our business, but you have to get tested within 72 hours of every time you want to come in. And eventually you're going to say, I've had enough. i had enough, I'll just go get the right. shot. And I think that is the, unfortunately, I think that's the goal for, for some of these agencies that are putting these rules into place. And if you really do have a religious or a medical exemption, you're going to have to deal with that with that burden.
1: I think it's. I'm interested to see because it's also on a lot of political lines too.
0: Very, very. And when you so look at the states, I mean, we're we're neighbored by two states that are refusing to uh, their governors, Texas and Mississippi. And if we want to go further east to Florida, their governors are refusing are to do that. Refusing right? to allow mask man, just mask, not even vaccination. Mask mandates. So, so you know where right.
1: I see this going to, and I want to say this too. Is this is that. You businesses who file the lawsuit might uh, may or may not be successful however comma i think when the uh, when the election comes up all of the actions taken by political leaders whether it's the school board and the mass mandate mm-hmm. or the the mayors and this vaccine card mandate i think it's going to it's going to rise up again and then you'll you'll have sort of the, the population deciding well who do i want in office do i want someone who right. who is going to enforce a vaccine mandate or show me your passport right. your vaccine passport right. or do i want someone who says i'm not going to require that
0: and I, and i think the 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 downfall of all this no matter where you fall on the this political spectrum is that it's confusing to you and I, to the consumer. You know, when I have to think, okay, I can go out to eat in Orleans Parish, but I have to remember to bring my card or have the the, the app ready. But right, or can if I can just go across
1: on, to Jefferson Parish. Like I don't have to have it. Right, a
0: mile over, I don't. You know, it, it, it's it's confusing. And then it, think of it for, for out-of-towners or tourists. It's oh, like, man. I'm going right. to stay in this hotel. Well, this hotel is making me have a mandate. Well, the one a mile away isn't. having having the vaccination. You know, it's confusing. And and how do you set policies? If you're a a nationwide convention or national convention, you're planning a trip here and you're going to get – visitors from all over you know the place you have to tell them well you need to be vaccinated if you eat in this parish but not in this parish or you have to wear a mask and, and in I this see, area of and the i city, can see that cutting both ways i can see companies
1: saying we're only going to places that have vaccine mandates correct and i can see it going the other place the other side uh, of companies saying well we're only going to places where freedom of choice is allowed
0: right right and it's very it's very divisive and uh, it, it it's make it makes traveling hard it 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 opens up, you know.
1: I've got to tell you, I mean, in in today's kind of climate, I mean, another thing to as divisive and and politically charged as what this has turned out to
0: right. be. It's it's just tough. It is. It's very tough. You you see, um, airlines now, even domestic airlines, are requiring vaccinations or negative tests to start flying. Right. I've heard that's the latest. So. This is ever evolving. I don't think we know where it's going to go. It's obviously going to be tested in the courts. But
1: what I would like to do, Rory, is we're going to, as of today, the twentieth, let's table this. I think in a month from now, let's do a, 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 a follow up. Re- yeah, yeah, a recap or follow up on hey, vac- show me your vaccine passport. What's happened, uh, and and in, the, in terms of the current state of affairs, you know, thirty days from now.
0: I think it's a great topic, and I think if anyone has any questions, comments, if they want us to address something specific. Please, please get in touch with us. We have all of our contact information. In the and more importantly, details. too, if you
1: have comments, leave them in the comments section, you know, uh, in, in, um, in the various podcast yep. app. And then if there's something you do want us to talk about, leave that in the comments section, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it helps us decide topical uh, areas to discuss. So uh, don't be afraid to, to, to either leave it in the comments section or drop us a line. This is a great topic. Excellent, excellent. Well, all there, right. there we go. Let's wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Health Law Talk presented by Shahardi Sherman-Williams. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website linked in the description below. Also, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube linked in the description below. Thank you for listening.